And now, the Backstory Players present The Strange Case of the Famous Detective and His Unlikely Admirer. It was a chilly July evening. The wind whistled down Baker Street, rattling the shutters at 221B and groaning around our chimney pots. My friend lay deep in thought on the couch, his eyes half closed, when suddenly from the street we heard the sound of vehicles screeching to a halt. Oh my goodness, Mr. Holmes, Mr. Holmes! Now listen, Watson, if I am not very much mistaken, our redutable landlady, Mrs. Hudson, is about to tell us about the arrival of a convoy of heavily armored vehicles at the door of our bachelor digs. Some burly men are at the door. They say they're from the Secret Service, but they're making quite a racket. Is there anything you noticed about their vehicle, Mrs. Hudson? Well, yes, it's marked with a seal. Not that kind of seal. Well, round it is, with an eagle on it. And they gave me this note. What does it say, Holmes? Uh, As it happens, Watson, a great deal. The paper is fine as vellum, the color a distinctive off-white, the seal unmistakable. This letter has come from the desk of the president of the United States. And if I'm not mistaken, it is a sign that the resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue has an unlikely enthusiasm for the resident of 221B Baker Street. You mean? I mean that the president of the United States is an admirer of my work. How did you work that out, Holmes? Elementary, my dear Ballow. Terry Hunt is a member of the Baker Street Irregulars, one of America's most exclusive literary societies devoted to the study of Sherlock Holmes. 221B. Here dwell together still two men of note, who never lived and so can never die. How very near they seem, yet how remote, that age before the world went all awry. But still the game's afoot for those with ears, attuned to catch the distant view-halloo. England is England yet, for all our fears. Only those things the heart believes are true. A yellow fog swirls past the windowpane as night descends upon this fabled street. A lonely hansom splashes through the rain. The ghostly gas lamps fail at twenty feet. Here, though the world explode, these two survive, and it is always 1895. Vincent Sterrett. Vincent Sterrett uh, is described in in, in a biography as the last bookman, and he was uh, incredibly knowledgeable uh, in literature. He was uh, an accomplished poet and also did did fiction pieces, did essays, and uh, was a particular... Uh, had a particular interest in Sherlock Holmes and mysteries and um, met uh, Franklin Roosevelt when, uh, when, when Starrett was a newspaper man in D.C., about 1914. And they had a shared interest in both Holmes and Franklin Roosevelt's cigarettes. Starrett would come and 
strike up a conversation um, and bum some cigarettes. And, and Roosevelt enjoyed that in his company, and, and he even told him at some point that if uh, FDR was not in the office, the, the cigarette uh, case is in, in, in the top left drawer of the desk, you know, help yourself. Starrett was uh, seminal in the beginning of uh, Holmesian studies. He, he edited in, uh, a couple of books of essays uh, about Sherlock that really brought interest uh, in the early 1930s and even before the initial creation of the Baker Street Irregulars Organization in 1934. Constitution, Article 1. The name of this society shall be the Baker Street Irregulars. Well, the Baker Street Irregulars is the earliest Holmesian group in the world. It was started by Christopher Morley in the beginning of 1934. Article 2. Its purpose shall be the study of the sacred writings. It takes its name from the group of street urchins that Sherlock Holmes uh, utilized to get information from for him uh, in London. They could go everywhere, hear everything, see everything, as, as, he, as he put it. So uh, this was the, the name that Morley adopted for uh, the, the group. Article 3. All persons shall be eligible for membership who pass an examination in the sacred writings set by officers of the society and who are considered otherwise suitable. It has grown from uh, a group of uh, Holmes aficionados, as he put it, in 1934 for men only and has grown to a large organization. It's the, that and the Sherlock Holmes Society of London are the premier groups in the world. And uh, they, Baker Street Regulars uh, publish a journal. They, they have a book publishing arm. They have conferences. And they have an annual gathering in New York uh, around uh, January 6th every year. And January 6th is by Morley's figuring Sherlock Holmes's birthday. All other business shall be left for the monthly meeting. There shall be no monthly meeting. In 1942, the Baker Street Irregulars, Edgar Smith, wrote to President Franklin Delano Roosevelt to ask him to join the society. The White House, Washington, August 5th, 1942. Private. Dear Edgar Smith, of course, I shall be delighted to accept membership, honoris causa, in the Baker Street Irregulars. I am glad to have a part in any movement whose purpose is to keep green the memory of Sherlock Holmes. Now that I belong to the BSI, I cannot restrain the impulse to tell you that since I have had to give up cruising on the Potomac, I sometimes go off the record on Sundays to an undisclosed retreat. In that spot, the group of little cabins which shelter the Secret Service men is known as Baker Street. Many thanks for the honor. Very sincerely yours, Franklin D. Roosevelt. The White House, Washington, December 18, 1944. Dear Buttons, Please tell the Baker Street Irregulars how much I wish I could be with them on January 5th. Select indeed will be this assembly of the 40 aficionados, 
and it would give me a real thrill to be of the number. Gladly do I embrace this opportunity, in absentia, to send hearty greetings to the Irregulars, in whose membership I am honored to be included. On further study, I am inclined to revise my former estimate that Holmes was a foundling. Actually, he was born an American, and was brought up by his father, or a foster father, in the underground world, thus learning all the tricks of the trade in the highly developed American art of crime. At an early age, he felt the urge to do something for mankind. He was too well known in top circles in this country, and therefore chose to operate in England. His attributes were primarily American, not English. I feel that further study of this postulant will bring good results to history. Very sincerely yours, Franklin D. Roosevelt. And he had a, a, a correspondence that, that went on uh, till his death uh, with Edgar Smith and, and the Irregulars uh, about Sherlock Holmes, and he enjoyed that. But he did ask that they keep it secret, that, they, that it just be known to the members of the Irregulars because he felt that spending time studying and discussing the Holmes stories might be seen as frivolous. And in fact, it was, it was kept secret until his uh, death. It's always good to hear of the activities of the Baker Street Irregulars. I am delighted to know that my postulate with reference to Holmes's criminal background in America brought such heated discussion and debate. It only goes to show that interest in the whole field of Sherlockiana is perennial. His successor, Harry Truman, also had an interest in Holmes and was um, invited and accepted uh, honorary membership. Um, but he didn't take as active a role as uh, FDR did. He did not write about it. Um, partly because when, when he was asked to send messages for the annual dinners, uh, his secretary wrote that uh, uh, he gets so many of these requests that as a matter of course, the White House has decided they, that he, he will not honor any of them because he can't do them all. But um, Truman uh, did have an interest and he was an honorary member. And in original research conducted for Backstory, Terry Hunt has discovered that the Sherlock Holmes connection reached to the desk of President Eisenhower. Yes, this uh, is something that I was uh, able to find out uh, through the Eisenhower Library uh, in Abilene and, and the Eisenhower Farm in Gettysburg, that um, Ike had uh, an interest in Arthur Conan Doyle. And Arthur's uh, son, Adrian, thought very highly uh, of, uh, of Eisenhower, thought that he was, was quite knowledgeable about uh, his father, and uh, told him so and sent uh, Ike a um, limited edition uh, centenary volume uh, issued that uh, Adrian issued in 1959, and this was, this was a gift. Well, uh, Ike was seriously interested, and one of the great things that the staff in Abilene uh, tipped me off to is there is a photograph of Ike as supreme commander of NATO, and he's formal in his uniform. He's seated at his desk, and the one book on his desk is a biography of Arthur Conan Doyle. 
And in fact, uh, that is at the Eisenhower farm and also a copy of the complete Sherlock Holmes. So um, Ike, while while not uh, a Baker Street irregular, did continue that interest that uh, presidents had in Holmes. Terry Hunt of the Baker Street Irregulars on Sherlock Holmes' presidential connections. <laughs> 